All right, what's going on, everybody? Hopefully you're not stir-crazy, because I am, and we are the Trophy Husbands. I'm Marcus. I'm Nick, and uh, it's been a little bit. It's been a hot second. A hot a hot couple months. A hot uh, year and some change. <laughs> but we are back, and here to bring you the thrill and excitement that we always do of our weekend escapades of uh, during quarantine times. So what'd you do this past weekend, Marcus? Uh, slept. <laughs> what'd you do the weekend before that, Marcus? Rinse and repeat. There's nothing to do. Nothing to <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so weird because it's just like, especially, I mean, you go out with Alex and you guys do stuff and I go out and it's so weird because it's just like, well, what am I doing now? Just kind of like, like twiddling your thumbs, doodling around, and just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, have, have you gotten to you gotten to the point where uh, Alex has, and she'll hate that I even say this because I keep making fun of her for it, but uh, she's forgotten what day it is. Like, it was like a Tuesday, and she thought it was a Saturday or something like that. Well, I've, I've had that. In see, the thing is, like, we our our refrigerator has one of those tablets in it, and it had the wrong day. <laughs> So like, looked, you're betraying me. You're supposed to keep me on track. Yeah, I looked at it and I was just like, wait, wait, what? Wait, no, hold on, hold on. Did we lose a day? I lost a day. <laughs> I, uh, I haven't had that happen to me yet. Yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely have been stir crazy and I actually go outside. Like almost every day I'll go for a jog or a walk and just kind of wander the city, which... It is bizarrely empty for the most part. People here and there, but it's just like a ghost town. Though, I will tell you, while I've walked, I have seen some interesting things and met some interesting people. Okay. For instance, just yesterday, and part of this is kind of expected. Some of it's a little odder. I, uh, I was walking down one road, saw a used condom, and I'm like, all right, that's kind of par for the course for uh, for York City. Like, yeah, no biggie. Uh, kept going down, and a couple minutes later, saw a random bottle of wine just about halfway full still, like just stuck in the middle of the road. And I'm like, right. okay. And then uh, later on, like maybe a half hour later, I'm walking. Some guy comes up to me, looked actually pretty pristine, like had a suit on, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, all right. And he says, excuse me. I'm like, uh, yeah, take out my headphones. And uh, he says, goes, do you know where I can score around here? And I just kind of gave him a look. I'm like, uh, no. He didn't specifically say what he's looking mm-hmm. for. But I'm just like, uh, no, I, I can't, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just like, just, you know, this random guy just decided, you know, he looks like someone who might know where to get stuff, I guess. I don't yeah, know. He, 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 was, he was in a suit, so it's just like, you're not an undercover agent. It's <laughs> like, it was let so- me ask this guy. He knows. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, where can I get one drug, please? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pardon me, good sir. He was holding a, a, a cup of tea with his pinky out while he was asking me this. Yeah. Had a monocle and everything. 
yeah, it's just, well, I can only imagine. It's just like, well, you know, got to get quota somehow. That guy, he's got to know something. Yes, headphones. <laughs> he looks form. suspicious. So, so Marcus, as, as we briefly mentioned, we are in the quarantine, the quarantines. How, how have you been, been holding up mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually? Anything else illy that I can't think of at the moment? Uh, sleep schedule is non-existent. I, <laughs> it's like that, that went out the window fast because I had to be up super early for work. But my job got shut down. And so I don't have to be up at five in the morning anymore. And I'm naturally a night owl. So it's just like, all right. But then I didn't realize like how out of whack it was until like, it's like, I'm going to bed between three o'clock to five now. (laughs) When normally like I was in bed at like, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, because I had been up super early. So mm-hmm. there's been that. And just, I'm so tired of just sitting and like, like walks are cool, but I mean, you obviously, you know, back when uh, back when things were open, I was out, I was doing things. I was of course, like, yeah. oh, we're doing X, Y, Z. Can't do that anymore. That is dumb. Oh. Now it's... <laughs> It's like how how many movies and how many series and how much music can I find before I go crazy? And the answer is I'm already crazy. Like I want out of this freaking house to go do something other than walk or go buy a couple items. Right. Well, I mean, it's funny because it took Alex a long time, like probably the first solid month to get to that point because she's an introvert. So she's just kind of like, okay, now I have a reason to not interact with people that I don't want to or don't have to. Like, I could just stay sheltered. Me, as she always likes to point out, it was like two days. I'm like, all right, I need to go do something. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, beforehand, I had a schedule going, and it was like, all right, cool. I got work, and on this day, uh, I was taking dance classes. I was doing that, and you already know, like, me and Dante would go out all the time. And I was just like, had stuff during the week and the weekends, and then everything shut down. And just like you said, it was like two days. And I'm just like, okay, all right. I, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, and it's funny because like, when everything was starting to ramp up, like at the very beginning and at the initial stages, right. I, had gone to a housewarming in New Jersey and I was coming back like as everything was kind of like, oh my God. But I'm just like, man, if I would have known that it was going to be like the last hurrah for a while. Then we would have been getting some Cinco de Mayo, Marcus. Oh, you, I would have got shit housed. I played it. <laughs> so I was just like, I was like, no, I'll be fine. I'll be good. You know, there'll be another one. I don't have to cash all my dignity points here. No, I'd have burned the village because it's just like, I'm not going to see these people for like five, six months. We're all friends, but it's just like, this is the last shebang. I mean, you've got Cinco de Mayo coming up here in a, a few days. So I, I'm, I'm a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just at home, one man just rant. Yeah, one man, what? I think in, in these dire times, 
This is something that you record the video of, and and we put that up onto our YouTube, and and we just have Cinco de Mayo Marcus Quarantine Edition. <laughs> it's just gonna be me drinking <laughs> pina coladas and then taking a nap because that's all there is to do in a luchador mask. <laughs> At least get yeah, a little festive. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I mean, I got a luchador mask, you know. Uh, but that's that's it. Like I can't. There's no antics to be had, you know. There really are, and all I've got is weird, weird stories of walking around York. <laughs> I mean, there's always that. However, that's like what I've got now. So, what do you think that guy was trying to find? If you had to put your finger on it, if I had to guess. I would think something in the more hard drug area, like cocaine or something like that. Because I feel like if it was going to be like weed or something, they would have come straight out and said weed. Not to mention that's like yeah. the easiest thing to find. But I mm-hmm. don't know. <laughs> I think it, was it was probably something. Yeah, like just something hard <laughs> or just something like out of left field like he's just like hey man you know where i can get mushrooms around here and you're like, yeah oh, yeah that's uh or i mean technically speaking with score he could have been looking for a prostitute too like hey you know where i can like score i can get lucky kind of thing yeah, yeah. this was yeah, this this actually was in one of the connecting back alleys near Princess Street. Mm. And any York resident, and we've talked about this before, knows Princess Street. Uh, yeah, you're, you're going you're gonna to find some interesting things happening on Princess Street. Uh, yeah, actually, the, the one story that I told, right, uh, it was pouring down raining and I dropped that woman off. It was mm-hmm. right over by Princess. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's kind of like, for me personally speaking, I've uh, I've kept my mentality, my mental capabilities, maybe not my speaking capabilities there, uh, pretty well because just been doing the walks, working out, and uh, that's about it. I, I was telling you guys the other day, well, the other week now at this point, all bones in, uh, when we were doing the games, online with Steve and about how I've been doing trivia still online, which has been good and cool and also a little form of making money. So that's always nice. Those have been great because I just go in there pretty much putting up questions and just chit chatting with people while there's another person who's doing the scorekeeping and again, get paid like 40 bucks for an hour's worth of work. Not quite the hundred bucks for an hour's worth of work, but I'll still take it. (laughs) I don't even have to leave the comfort of my own home. I will gladly. Not that it's recommended to do so. <laughs> yeah. I like how, uh, did you see that people were, were quote-unquote protesting the virus? They're just like, oh, Corona yeah. needs yeah. to stop. And it's just like, do you do you and your, your lead paint uh, congregation over here understand how this works? Because you protesting the virus isn't going to make the virus like shrivel up and go sit down. Well, what I found ironic is, I mean, that's been happening all across the country, but I saw mm-hmm. specifically um, one from Pennsylvania 
and uh, the one that was up in Harrisburg last week. And as we have said several times over, it, it can help bring out the uh, Pennsylvania of Pennsylvania, if you will. Oh, yeah. And one of the most viral scenes from that was a picture of a sign a woman was holding up that said, I don't remember exactly along the terms, but it was like, liberate the people of Pennsylvania or something like that. However, she had two misspelled words there. And Pennsylvania, which I'll give her a little leeway, like, sure, it's the place you live, you should know how to spell it, but it could be a little tricky if you're not really thinking about it. However, she also had people misspelled. It was P-E-A-P-L-E. Is that like how the cool kids spell it with the lead speaking stuffs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am right. That's how the Pennsylvanians spell it. And then there were other ones like, and this is this is what gets me is that people were trying to shoehorn other causes along with it. Like there were people holding signs, um, protect our our Second Amendment rights, and like abortion is a crime, and it's just like that that. Those two things have nothing to do with this whole pandemic virus thing. Also, the other irony is the people who are out there saying, like, we don't need to social distance, this is crap, we should end all this. They're wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, if, all right, if it wasn't a pandemic and we weren't getting sick, I would just make my own sign and be out there as well. That had nothing to do with the cause, because that's what they're doing. It's like, make prostitution legal. Hookers are people, too. And, like, hold it in the background. Like, exactly. Like, what are you doing? Next like, protest that happens, we, we, sh- we should go and just be holding up signs like, boobies are nice. Yeah. Just, like, I don't know. It's like, normalized feet pics off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> like you're the not, fetishes are not weird. Yeah, it's just like, just like, what are you doing, and why are you doing it, and why are you here? I understand you're upset. That's fine. You're you're doing this the totally it's all the wrong way. Yeah, and it's just like, well, everybody's protesting. You know what that means? Time to show the the gruesome picture of the fetus that apparently I believe was not even from a, an abortion. It's from a miscarriage. Yeah. I, I think so. Because I think at that point it was, it, it was too big to actually abort, but who cares about facts anyway? Lead paint smoothies for everyone. Fake, fake news, fake fetus, not real. Yo, that press conference. You made him, uh, Let's let's get some good old disinfectant <laughs> IVs here going. Oh my gosh! And people are like, like if I dilute it, can I drink it? No, it's bleach. It's disinfectant. <laughs> what are you doing? Do you remember a couple years ago this whole thing called the Tide Pod Challenge? Um, <laughs> are they Skittles now? Is this natural selection? I, are they gonna make like a like a cocktail book where it's just like, all right, uh, here we have we have we call this the COVID five because it's five o'clock somewhere, and this <laughs> is 
this is we're gonna uh half ounce of bleach half ounce of uh disinfectant and uh if you have it uh we'll squirt of hand sanitizer for flavor and then we're gonna put in you know just a half ounce a gentle of stir throw in yeah. some cubes and uh and, and <laughs> just a cherry on top or no no i'm sorry not a cherry and a tie pot on top to uh really bring <laughs> out all the rest of the flavors. the garnish yes and then if, if you want if you want like a sweeter version, you can add a uh, simple syrup or, or, or a little you know. a, a little lemon Lysol. Yeah, or you can go get the Bath and Body Works scented hand sanitizer. Ooh, better. Mm. And they have it's, sparkles in them. <laughs> they do. They do. That's right up my alley. It'll probably taste good too. I'm just like you, you raging idiots. Really. Really, and then I saw a post where somebody was uh, was like, "Yeah, like I'm a, I, I think they were a doctor or a nurse." They're just like, "This man came in from drinking diluted bleach." Don't. That. <laughs> well, you know, the whole thing is in my mentality. I hear, and I'm having kind of a flashback to uh, to the original rush hour with the. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Except I'm thinking, do you understand the words coming out of your mouth right now? I'm telling you, dude. I was listening to one of the older episodes, right? I was just walking around. I was just like, oh, I haven't listened to our stuff in a while. And it's still... Just scoot-doodling around? Yeah, just scoot-doodling around, you know? <laughs> and when I was just like, uh, give us their jobs for two weeks. We'll do the same amount of things. It's still relevant. That was like two, three years ago. Yeah, because that was that was still in Faluk and Steve when they were both still on. I was it. It is mind-numbing. Put it this way: now, now at this point, it was true back then, but even truer now. Give us their job for two or three weeks. We couldn't possibly mess it up more than it already is. <laughs> or in, oh, in, in the president's in the president's words. What do you got to lose? What, what, why, why? Like, what do you got to lose? Give it a try. I, oh my gosh, I'd get kicked out. I would purposely <laughs> see how fast I could just burn how it fast down. You could get like, yourself impeached. <laughs> I mean, he, they're, they're bringing it, dude, it, this is like, this is, this is like the Royal Rumble. Like, there's, it's just, not even that. There, I forget the, the name of it. It was like uh, a battle royal where it's like sixty people. They're just battle royale. Ba- yeah, battle yeah. royale. That, are, are you talking about the uh, the movie slash book of Japanese origin? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I, I actually own. I actually own the book that that it's battle royale. Very good book, by the way. But uh, essentially, they take this class of Japanese students. And it's a way of, like, in the future, Japan has, like, this overpopulation. And it's a way of controlling the population. They throw them onto an island. Each student essentially gets a weapon. And some of them are actual weapons. Some of them aren't. And they're thrown into this island. And they're, like, have a free-for-all. Whoever lives is the winner. And, like, some people get, like, a frying pan. Other people get, like, a shotgun. (laughs) Yeah. No, I wasn't referencing that. But it's still the same thing. I was wrestling, uh, uh, wrestling because Wrestle, I, you're wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because WCW, like back in the day, they used to have it was like they they put three rings in in the center, and it was like a sixty man brawl. And mm. you got all. Oh, I do remember those. I do remember those. Yeah, yeah. So I'm the same thing, but yeah, battle royale still works here too. It's just like survival <laughs> of the fittest. And as you can see, in this case, survival of the smartest. Frying pans. The frying pan. <laughs> I don't remember because I, I read the book ages ago, but the mm-hmm. hero protagonist of the story, uh, he gets he gets like jack squad of a weapon, if I recall correctly. Like I, it was like nothing because it was it was things from like frying pan, shotgun to like wooden stick. Yeah, like wooden stick. I remember somebody had a grenade. I'm just like, that's a one-time use weapon. How does it work? <laughs> it's a one shot. <laughs> yeah, like if you use your one grenade and you miss. Now you're open. Like, you got to fight with a tree branch or something. You got to figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> Just like, um. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of foreign films, have you seen Parasite yet? I haven't. I've heard nothing but good things about that. All right. All right. Well, we'll I heard it's it. very, like, yeah. social, economic, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. We, we, should, we should definitely do an episode about Parasite. I think that'd be good. I'll, I'll have to watch it and we can discuss. Yeah, I, I bet Steve's probably seen it. We maybe we could get him on with it. And, and Luke, I say probably both of those guys because they're much more movie buffs than I am. Yeah, I I watched it because I had I had been meaning to watch it, and I was just like, oh man, because it's it's a foreign film and everything's dubbed and not dubbed, everything uh, subbed. And I was just like, oh. I say if it's dubbed, then their mouths are moving when they're not moving. Or they're, yeah, their yeah. mouths are moving and uh, or yeah, speaking, not moving and yeah. they're talking. Yeah, the good old sub versus dubs. But no, it was it was uh, subs, and I was just like, oh man, uh, I don't know. And uh, I talked to my friend Abby, and she was just like, yeah, no, it doesn't it doesn't take away from the experience. So I was like, all right, cool. So I watched it, and I was just like, oh, um, mm, yeah. So definitely. Um, I mean, I think it was I because I, I like I'm not unaware of it. I, like mm-hmm. I said, I just haven't seen it. And I think it was like the original because it's South Korean film, correct? I think so. Yeah, but like the original title in Korea uh, is a term that they use for like lesser people in the economy to my understanding if i remember the article i read correctly and mm. like the closest thing they could translate it to in america was as a parasite because like in korea south korea um if you get called that it just basically means you're leeching off society and you're looked down on and all that kind of stuff but gotcha. yes um yeah, so I watched that. I've watched Snowfall in its entirety. That's that's interesting. Um, Were you one of those about, people that went and and just binged Tiger King? I did that watch is, Tiger King. As I said, I couldn't even remember if that was the actual proper title of it. Like I I have not watched it, and I'm just like I've a couple podcasts I listen to, like people are talking about. It, I'm just like uh, I got tired of it without ever actually seeing it. It's one of those things, it's like, the more you watch it, the more absurd it seems, and it's just like, it can't be any worse, and then the next episode it is. But the interesting thing is, with that, 
obviously with movies and like documentaries, it's usually like a, like there's this thing and there's this other thing, and they're at at will. Oh, excuse me, at like at odds with each other. With this, the more it delves into the story, there's not really a, a protagonist and an antagonist. There's no good versus evil. Everyone is corrupt. I don't know. From what I've heard, Carol, Carol, Bassett, ba- Bassett, ba- Baskin, Baskin, like Baskin Robbins. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've heard she's a real bitch. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But the thing is, it's like if you watch it, there's like everybody is messed up somehow. Like one way or another. Is, yeah, one way or another. And I mean, you can, it, it, it kind of goes on the scale of like chaotic good to like chaotic evil. I but saw that comparison, all, like D&D comparison. I saw that. It's, it's so true because it's just like you have these, you have people that are, you know, you're just like, oh, but they're still doing messed up stuff versus like this person is the scum of the earth. They're also doing messed up stuff, but it's just like the deeper it goes, no one is clean. Like nobody is clean, and it's it's. I think that's the most compelling because it's you always get like this person's good, this person's evil. What if there's just varying degrees of evil, and they're all fighting each other? Right. Like, how bad can you be? Um, another one that you should watch. It's it's not a docuseries. It's, it's just a documentary. I think it's like an hour and a half long. It's called Tickled. Okay. It I haven't is, heard of that one. I had not heard of that until I was listening to a podcast called A Righteous and Ratchet, and they were talking about Tiger King. One of the guys on there, uh, one of the uh, the guest stars, his name is uh, Big Irish Jay, he was just like, yo, you guys should watch Tickled. He was telling them, and it's a, it's a podcast by um, two friends. They used to work at a a YouTube channel called All Deaf Digital, so it's uh, Kev on stage and uh, Doughboy, and so they do this podcast, and they were all talking about Tiger King, and um, Trevor Wallace was on there as well, and he was, he's just like, when you think it doesn't get any weirder, it does, and I was just like, what? It It was It really does, and it was all about... um, So kind of like Luke. Very much so. It, it is the loop <laughs> of movies. When <laughs> you just think weird can't get more, takes it a notch up. Dude, it's it's about this like underground tickling ring, and how these guys would go and get so it's, for it's, money. It's it's tickle club. Instead of fight club, it's yeah. tickle club. Kind of, and it's like one of those things you don't talk about, but they're being paid. And then when first rule of tickle club, don't talk about tickle club. Yeah, and then when they stop, they start getting blackmailed, and it gets weird. It gets really weird, and I was just like, "What? What was it like a a, a if you a kink? Want, was it like a weird kink thing, like for the tickling or it? I I'm not I, I'm not even gonna tell you. I just just watch it. It's like when you think you're just like this can't get any weirder." Somebody just takes the salt shaker of weird, unscrews the top, and just dumps it on. And I'm just like, forget that grinding crap. We're just pouring it out. Yeah, no. So I, I uh, watched Tiger King. Watch that. Have you, what were you going to say? I was going to say, have you seen any of the new Michael Jordan doc? 
Because I've heard that's good, but I haven't watched it yet. I've heard it's good, but I've also heard that it makes Michael Jordan look like a dick. And I was talking with my sister earlier today. (laughs) Well, I was talking with my sister earlier today, and she said, I can see how some people would find it that way, but she said that it comes more to a point that um, it's just being behind someone who has such a high drive to succeed. And that's what Michael is doing, but it can come off kind of dickish in the way that he's doing it. But like, all right, if you, Michael Jordan, obviously was just, again, I haven't seen it, but Michael Jordan won the greats. Of course, he was a, he was an absolute phenom, but this guy like and I haven't watched this documentary. I've just watched different videos about just different stuff, and it was it, dude. It was known that this guy was he all he cared about was winning. So the it at times like to the detriment of his teammates. Like he literally would tell his teammates like get off the court. Like you don't belong here. Like if they didn't want to play as much as he did. He's fighting people. He's fighting people he works with, like physically fighting people at practice, like throwing blows because they're not playing at the intensity that he wants to play. That he is. Yeah. He he would do things like he had he was obsessed with winning. Like that's all he wanted to do. And it didn't matter at what. There was a story that somebody's told, um, he would get to the stadium early to practice to check out the stadium because that's I've seen that before, yeah. Yeah, you get to the stadium early, and they would do these little halftime games. It's just like, oh, you know, bet on the – I think it was like a cow or something. Like, bet on the cow. Which cow's going to be first? And he asked one of the guys that worked there. He was just like, yo, so do they do this every game? And he was just like, yeah, it's like one of the games – it's one of the games that they do at halftime. So they do it every single game. And he's just like, so do you know do you know which cow wins? And he's just like, yeah, it's usually this one. He would bet Scottie Pippen $100 every halftime that that cow would win because he knew that it was going to win. That's how obsessed with winning he was. I mean, if anything, that's just, that's just smart. Like, I'm, I'm going to earn a couple extra bucks if Pippen keeps on screwing this up and doesn't catch on. That's his fault. Yeah, but think about I mean, obviously, like, throw in one or two, uh, you know, mulligans in there. But, like... He, like there was another story where he would he went to I think it was like somebody in the NBA or a coach or something he went to their house he was playing cards with their mother and this is like a 60 70 year old woman and she went he got competitive the- yeah and he like looked at her cards to try to figure out like what the next move was gonna be like he was obsessed with winning he wanted to win at any damn near any cost any cost that didn't get him kicked out. Yeah, well, I mean, this is also the guy, what was it, historically he went out and played with, like, 101 fever or something and ended up being, like, the top scorer of that game or something like that? Yeah, the flu game. Yeah. The infamous flu game. Yeah, but it's just like... I mean, if anything, I just got to give the man props be like... That's a hell of a drive right there. I, if I if I was feeling that, I'd be like, eh, nope, screw it. <laughs> yeah, like, there's there's uh, talks of him just, like, absolutely just shit-talking. Um, it was one of the rookies that they got, and was, this guy was supposed to be good, but he absolutely trashed him, like, every chance he got to the point where that guy was a flop. Like, he did not perform well. well. 
I, I don't know if it was the same guy, but I know it was like a year after he had retired. Uh, first time. First time he retired from the Bulls. And uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but like apparently one of the rookie players came out and was just like, oh, I could school MJ. Like I could run circles yeah. around him, et cetera, et cetera. And just randomly at one of the practices, he, he showed just up. showed up and yeah. just really, like just totally made this kid look like a complete fool. And this was like a full year after he'd been out of the game and all that kind of stuff. He just came in and just whooped this kid's butt. Yeah, he did. I've, I've seen the story too. He didn't even take off his warm up pants. And he was just like, <laughs> all right, let's play right now. And they played the 10. And I think that it was like, 10 by ones, and I think the score was just, like, I think it was, like, 2 to 10. Like he Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he smashed this kid, and, yeah, he was just, like, obsessed. Like, like not in a negative connotation, but there was a video that I watched, and it, it asked the question, is Michael Jordan a sociopath? Because of how much he wanted to – he wanted to just win. win. That's what – like everything, like whether it was basketball, whether it was gambling, and they think that's why he retired. Uh, I think it was the first time is because of gambling issues. Because he would try. I don't to, recall. But it was like that, like Monopoly. Every like everything he played, he was just like, "I'm here to win." And I get it, I understand it, but like sometimes those people are a pain in the neck because it's just like yo i just want to have fun that's what I <laughs> obviously if you're like if you're in the nba that's what you're there to do but if we're like sitting around and we're, we're like we're playing board games we're, and we're playing some monopoly <laughs> yeah we're playing monopoly we're playing life you know and, and hey, battleship like, yeah battleship risk what have you and your whole objective is to like take the fun out of the game because you want to win, then I don't want to play with you because it's I mean, like, there, there's a good aspect of a competitive nature, but then, you know, there can also be just like, all right, let's, let's just like, yeah, like, let's, take, it, let's, take it from the 11 down to like a five. <laughs> yeah. 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 Had a run with a few of those. I was just like, <sighs> dude, you, you realize like, the the game is done. Like, why are you so arguing about the game? Like, why are the game you so <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, is... and I, I I will admit, I've I've been the guy that's gotten a little too emotionally involved once or twice myself. But like, I've also played games where, uh, like afterwards, like a person's like it's like ten fifteen minutes, and the person's still going on about like how so-and-so cheated or they should have won because of it's like, dude, it, it, it happened. Let it go. Yeah. I've had that happen before too, where I'm just like, you realize like we're, we're not even there anymore. The game is done. The game is over. <laughs> that was three hours ago, bro. <laughs> um, one of our friends who shall remain nameless, we were playing a game of Munchkin and uh, we were arguing about the rules and this guy, we had played the night before, and I wake up the next morning to a text at, like, 3 a.m. about the rules, and I'm just like, why? At, like, 8 o'clock. 
<laughs> Why are you still thinking about this? Yeah, like, are you... Are you that worried about being right about the game that you didn't win? You know, some people are just that obsessive, regardless of actual win or whatnot. It's just, it, 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 it doesn't matter if they win, but if they think they're right and, like, someone yeah. says they're wrong, they just get obsessed with proving the person, doesn't matter if I win, but I need to show I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> it was I was reading a, a Reddit thread. And um, it was about conventions, and they were just like, "What's the what's the mo- what's the oddest thing you've seen at a convention?" And um, one of the people had posted that there was this guy. I think he was like in his mid twenties or thirties. He was dressed as Deadpool, and he was following around this fourteen-year-old because they got in an argument on Twitter, and he was trying to prove his point. But he was just like following her around the con, like debating with her. So they just kicked him out. It was like, "Get out of here." Oh, good grief. Uh, but on that note, how about we call it a quarantine sewed? A corn sewed. A corn sewed. <laughs> a lockdown sewed. Uh, <laughs> all, all right. Um, so, my name is Marcus. You can find me at Q-U-E-Z-M-A-V. That will also work for Twitter. Instagram, and for Spotify, for those of you who uh, are just sitting at home chilling, I got a bunch of playlists open, working on some stuff. That's why I went to bed at six in the morning last night because I was just up searching and sniffing for music. You Take see away. a couple of those Twitch like DMZ parties, like the the DJ parties that a couple of like Twitch people have been doing. Those have been pretty cool, like pretty hooked up too, like. Just DJing through everything. Eric has been doing that on the uh, IG. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot the good old uh, the snappy ghost chat is S I R M E V. Take it away, Nick. All right, my name is Nick. You can find me at N Lens Forty Two. That's N L E N Z Forty Two on the Snapchat, Instagrams, and Twatters. Yeah, we're bringing that back. And then don't forget to hit up the Trophy Husbands Twitter at The True Trophies. And we're hoping to bring back all of this, getting back into the rhyme of it, so that there will be a new sewed every single Tuesday, if not a couple more, considering the current circumstances. But on that note, then... (laughs) On that note, then, everyone have a good day, have a good week, have a good month, have a good year, have a good life. And we will catch you, as always, every hashtag Trophy Tuesday. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't go asking random people for drugs. Peace. Don't drink bleach either. That's bad. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't do that one either. Mm-mm. Peace. Again. <laughs>